You are listening to episode 85 of the Playing Full Out podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. In this month of appreciation, I want to appreciate you and say thank you for being a part of this community. I enjoy having you here. You're the reason I do what I do. So thank you. I have a question for you to begin with. Do you know that you have some knowledge, some expertise, maybe in the form of an idea that could change or shape something or somebody positively if you took action on it? In other words, if you applied what you know, could something be made better in your world, in the culture, in our society, in your organization, in your family? You and I both know that knowing and applying are two very different things. And it isn't about knowing, it's about applying what we know that makes the difference. In today's episode, I want to share with you something that has been life-changing in terms of helping individuals just like you to put into motion the future you're meant to move toward by doing it. It's very tactical and concrete. To know me is to know that I'm both a dreamer, meaning I think big and I'm open to possibility every day, all day. And I'm also obsessed with bringing big concepts down to their simplest form, like common denominators. What's the most or the least common denominator? What's the lever, that single lever that's going to forward motion and progress, growth and rich and fulfilling and living and leading are all responsible for? What's the one thing that's going to trigger that? So I'm going to share a tactical tool, like I said, that's responsible for, it's been responsible for multiple million dollar careers. It's business acquisitions, multiple new sales, just 300,000 in new sales this week by doing this one thing. Even babies have been born based on this, but most importantly, it is responsible for some of the easiest, fastest unleashing of more happiness and fulfillment and potential. And what I love about all of these things that I've just described is that when I know the individual moves forward, so does, like I said, organizations, families, culture, they move forward too. So I'm going to share it with you in a minute, but I want to first tell you about a problem that I've been seeing lately and what initiated this conversation that we're having. First off, in my conversations with other people, this past couple of weeks who are very talented in what they do. They're experts in their field. They're competent. I see them struggling with making this important shift between knowing and applying. I mean, these people have super great ideas. They have super talent. They have super expertise, solutions to problems. They know what to do to build this. These things are ideas. They've gathered tons of information throughout their lives. But despite having all these ideas, they're not using it. They're not applying it. So here's what's real. It's not what you know, it's what you apply. And by qu- a quick story I have is that when I was working with a teacher many years ago, her name was Catherine, she asked me to read a book. 
and then to do a few other things that were complementing some of our conversations. And I came back a few weeks later having done exactly that. I read the book front to back. And when I sat down, she asked me, she said, so what did you apply? And I looked at her, I said, well, you didn't ask me to apply. And she said, well, there's no reason to learn something if you're not going to apply it. It's no reason to take in information without the application of it. And, And it got me thinking, and she was right. What I realized is that until you've applied what you've learned, you haven't started the forward motion and toward improvement. So I went back, she told me to specifically identify three things in this book that resonated with me that I had learned, and then to write down how I had applied them in my world. A lot of times we make this mistake of gathering information and believing that we are making forward motion. It's like getting ready to get ready, right? I've done it before, but I've also learned how to spot when it's going on and call myself on it and to help others to do the same and ask the right questions so that I don't get caught in this traffic jam, right? This traffic jam on this island, maybe if we would say the island of knowing when I want to be over in on the island of applying. So I'm going to give you some ways to spot that you are preparing, uh, ongoing, and in the knowingness, but not really applying. You know, we can get obsessed by reading the books and listening to the podcasts and and taking on new information and listening to other experts. But if we don't apply it to our world, nothing gets moved. You've got ideas and solutions. Maybe it's a product. Maybe it's a process. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a system. Maybe it's a new partnership there to build you that you have an idea about. But what is going to take it to fruition? What's going to take it to that next step? Sort of like building a house. You can have a master blueprint of a beautiful home, but unless you have the GC and the contractors that create the action, that is lifeless, right? This is the blueprint is, is without meaning. It's just an idea. It's just a concept. So it's really important to move it into application. And I'm going to show you an easy way to do that. But first of all, I want to tell you about what I see are some of the stranglers. There's three of them in particular, and I name them the stranglers because these are the things that we have a highway specifically in Chicago, first of all, from downtown to the suburbs. And at one point, it goes from five lanes to three lanes. And you can imagine in Chicago rush hour, this is brutal. Everything comes to a complete standstill, and there's no movement. And this is what these things are doing that I'm seeing people do that are strangling them from forward motion. The first of these is the confusion strangler. I don't know. That's that blurry, uncertain space where I don't know what it is. Sometimes it might be that I want. I don't know if it's the right time for what I do want. I don't know if my idea will work. I don't know if others will follow it if I build it. You know, I don't know if I'm the right person to initiate it or to bring it to the table, my idea to the table. These are all the kinds of things that we don't know and that people say, I'm confused. I'm here to tell you this. You're not confused. You just haven't decided because there are ideas you've been talking about, thinking about. There are solutions to problems that you're aware of. There's knowledge you have. And it isn't that you're confused on which to do. It's just you haven't decided. And that's a, there's a difference there. You're really not confused at all. I was talking to someone the other day, and she's confused on whether to go back to school 
in her field and she's been talking about it. And I said, you're not confused. You have been talking about it. You want to go. You just haven't decided to go. She's like, you're right. I'm not confused. If it keeps coming up, if it keeps calling me, if it keeps beckoning me, I'm interested. So we need to move through. And one of the best ways is just to say, I'm not confused at all. Tell yourself, I'm not confused. And I'm not confused. And I'm going to apply for the new position. I'm not confused. I'm going to work 40-hour weeks. I'm not confused. I'm only working with this niche or this these clients. I'm not confused at all. I'm building this new company-wide initiative. I'm not confused. I'm buying a house in Montana or I'm I'm going to take my family to Italy. Understand that there's a difference between confusion and decision. The hardest part is just making the decision. And once you make the decision and become a bold decision maker, I mean, that's when you create and succeed. Those who do that do flourish. They do thrive. You don't know what's to come, but you have to make the decision so that you can then begin to put stuff into action. Now, the second strangler that keeps us in knowing versus applying is this before that. Sometimes we'll say, you know, you can know this if I just have to figure it out. If you find yourself saying, I just have to figure this out, I just have to figure out how to not it pulled into the weeds, or I just have to figure out how to get more off my plate, or how to hire the right team, how to position it with my colleague or my boss or whatever it is. You don't need to figure anything out, right? You don't, you, there, there's always going to be something else to do. There's always going to be something else that you don't know. You can't see the whole entire staircase. Many people will say, I have to hire this person before I move my idea forward. Just think about what you have finding that you're like, I have to do this first. And the question to ask here is, are you sure? Are you sure that's true? Is it true? Or are you just making up the rule? And what if it wasn't true? What if you didn't need to hire someone before you could go start that initiative? What if you didn't need to have the entire program outlined before you invited people? What if you didn't have to do, have the whole entire product done before you sought to see if people are interested in it? Now, that's the thing is, is that this all, there's always going to be something else to do and to figure out, but understand that action brings clarity. So in beginning that, you first of all bring clarity to it. This is one of the ways to get out of that specific strangler. The third and final strangler, probably the nastiest of them, it's, to me, it's like it's the center lane on this strangler highway that I'm talking to you about. It's the lane where everyone tries to merge into, and you're not only just not moving, but you're falling behind. You're getting because everyone else is squeezing in in front of you. And this is the readiness strangler. I'm not ready, or I don't know if I'm ready. Here's the thing nothing else has to happen on the external side. You don't need to have a bigger client base. You don't need to have some process. You don't have to have a new person in charge. It's not a matter of of being ready. It's a matter of how committed you are to the desired future you want to build or to the idea that you have or to the people you want to serve. How committed are you? It's not a matter of being ready or having enough knowledge or time or talent or support. It's a matter of how committed you are to the meaningful work you're doing and the balanced life you want to live or whatever else you value. How committed are you to it? 
When we realize that we don't need any more information to get going, you simply need to decide whether or not you're committed. And then, as they say, the decision, after the decision, everything starts to open up. Jack Canfield's known for saying that the worst place to be is 99% committed because it allows one to waffle. You need 100% commitment. You're either in or you're out. Burn the boats. It's happening. It's done. It is natural to feel the need to acquire more and more information because you think you don't know enough to get started. You don't know how to lessen the unpredictability. But I'm here to say things are going to be unpredictable in this world for the rest of our lives. There is no guarantee. There is no certainty. But that doesn't mean we sit down. That doesn't mean we check out. We get comfortable with the uncertainty. We get comfortable with the unpredictability. And then we trust that the fact that we've gotten here means that we are going to be able to adapt as the situation presents itself. But here's the thing. You don't need to know everything to take action, but you need to take action every time to learn something new. Do you get that? You can take action without having to learn another thing, but you need to take action to learn something. You see, learning something is not a prerequisite to taking action, but we're never going to learn something new if we don't take the action. Remember that acronym again, action brings clarity. The successful and fulfilled are taking imperfect action. They're taking unverified action. While the hurried and the unheard are, they're still ideating, they're still planning and tweaking their plan. The first step is to be aware. Are you caught in any of these stranglers? Are you caught in this highway where you're being, you know, strangled out because of a desire to be controlling, to trying to control what can't be controlled, right? Our knowledge is power, but it fades away if we don't use it. And the data shows actually that you lose 90% of information within 24 hours of hearing it if you're not using it. The encoding of our brain actually occurs from us applying what it is that we've learned. So what this means is that knowledge and competency is power, but without the action, it's useless. It's like the competency and knowledge are the flour to a cake, but the oven or what it is that actually turns it on, the action is a baking is what brings and makes the cake happen, Right? It's like, there's no point in being a genius if you don't use your intelligence or your competency or your experience and your knowledge for something. That's just sitting up and holding it up. So to keep and help you, if you're confused on what your next most meaningful project or your next right direction is, finish the sentence. I'm not confused. I just haven't decided, but now I'm certain and I'm 100% committed to and then fill that in, starting today. Now here's the tactical, concrete, simple step that moves mountains, and that is this. I heard it long ago from an author and coach, Tara Moore. She refers to it as a leap. A leap, I believe as she defines it, is an unverified action. It is an action taken without knowing the actual outcome. There are actions for which, you know, you can't be certain. It's unverified. We can verify when we take the action. 
I had a client named Kelly and she was a consultant and she had an idea to move into a new career. And I asked her to make one call. She contributes her million dollar career at this point in life to taking one leap. Another man, John, just recently, he had an idea that he'd been talking about and considering buying another business, making an acquisition of a colleague that he knew and a partner in the industry. And the man, that other man had never considered it, but he brought it to him. And now he is in the throes of making a, de- a deal and doubling the size of his company. These are the types of things. It can be sales. Another person made one sales call. She's now in charge of that industry and niche within her workplace. Another took a leap and purchased a home in Montana, having never checked out and always saying, I can't be done, or having the knowledge about a fabulous place, but never applying the knowledge. It can be done so quickly when we just take the next leap, some unverified action. So what is it? This is the the thing. What is the leap? What's the unverified action that will begin to put into motion the future you're meant to be moving toward? That's the question. Maybe it's your leap is carving out a day or even an afternoon to make time for centering yourself or taking, you know, introspection time. Maybe it's making a call to someone who may be able to provide feedback to you. Maybe your leap is scheduling a meeting with a manager to share your idea on solving an organizational issue. Or maybe it's presenting a new opportunity to a client. Take a leap or simply asking to have a conversation about something that you have to offer. Here's the thing. At the end of this podcast, the majority of people will know something new, know something they didn't know more than they did when they began. But you have to decide, are you going to be the type of person who's going to apply it, to move it from knowing to applying? Imagine for a moment that you applied this one question, what's my leap today? What unverified action am I going to take? It's so simple of a question. It honestly only takes one day of asking that question and acting on the answer to change everything. I'm giving you a few. This is day in and day out. People will write me and say, Rita, you know, remember when you asked that question? Well, I took that piece of information, that question, I applied it. I took a leap. You're not going to believe it. Now I say, I do believe it because I know. And this is what happened. This can be you. Oftentimes, what these people thought could happen, it becomes even better because they took something that was an action that was unpredictable, that they allowed themselves to let go of having to know the answer. They just leapt. We have to have more small and big leaps, but small are okay too. They lead to more clarity. They lead to the application of all the information, expertise, talents, and gifts that we already have. What I'm saying is don't let this be the day that you stay on the island of knowing instead of taking the ferry over to the land of applying because you can simply ask yourself, what leap am I willing to take today? That's it. It's that simple. There are three stranglers that keep us knowing but not applying. The first is the confusion strangler. I don't know what to do next. Simply shift that by saying, I do. And if I wasn't confused, I would know my next step is get out of confusion mode, make a decision. The second of the stranglers is this before that. Be careful of saying, I have to do this before that. 
and ask yourself the new pattern interrupt for that is, are you sure? And is that true? The third, I'm not ready yet. This suggests you need more information, reflection, planning. You don't. Some might tell you you're ready. I don't even need to tell you you're ready. You'll never be ready. Let's look at it that way. You'll never be ready because you cannot predict every little single thing that will happen. But you'll be able in that moment, because you've gotten here, you have proof that you're going to get there, that in that moment that you'll have what you need to figure it out. So you know your call to action. I promise you, if you stop, drop, pick up your pen and say, what is my unverified action to move my sales plan forward, to write that program, to solve a problem in the organization, to support somebody? What is What leap do I need to take to take care of me? What one thing are you holding back on because you think you need more information on it? One of the things to remember is that you are smarter than you think. You're more ready than you realize. You're more certain about your right direction than you've been willing to acknowledge. You are more enjoyed and loved than you'll ever know. And you're here in this moment with all this experience that has been brought to you that you've worked for the last 40 or 50 years has all been here for a very special reason. All the things that have accumulated that have happened to you, they're there and they are very purposely driven. There's no one else can, that can replicate and who has the resources and the experience and the people that you've met and who want to support you to help you with that very specific part of your future that you are moving towards. Someone desperately needs you right now, and it is morally irresponsible of us to withhold our knowledge or our experience or our wisdom when we have a solution, when we have a gift that we can make others' lives easier and help others to succeed. You understand what I'm saying, right? It's time to move from the island of knowing to the island of applying. No more training classes. You've got what you all that you need. We have to give up strangling ourselves by being control freaks. Simply apply what you know and very specifically take a leap. Ask yourself what leap you're willing to take today and then ask yourself tomorrow the same question. When you do this for five days, you'll really see the exponential power of taking a leap. I look forward to continuing our conversation again in this month of November. I appreciate you and I look forward to continuing to develop our community and you as we continue into the new year. Take care and have a delightful week. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. 